is diet culture which should be interesting that is a good topic <laughs> we love to <clears throat> tackle the tough ones yep and that's one of them that's what we're here for um, um first we st- wanted to start with a segment that we call highs and lows so this will be a segment where each of us will have a chance to kind of talk about the highs and lows of our weeks and pertaining to our self-love journeys, our body positivity, or really anything. Yeah. So, Jamie, would you like All to right. Start? I mean, definitely this week, one of my high points was... Oh, God, I didn't bring this around. It's okay, I can cut all this out. Yeah. I'll just take a minute. Okay. I honestly haven't even thought about it either. Should I do good this week? I remember there was something I did good this week. Okay, it's not related to body positivity, but... That's okay, it doesn't have to be. (laughs) Okay. um, For my high this week, I would definitely say would be... Um, I did a massive amount of sales at my job two days in a row. One day was 
I don't know if I should say exact numbers on here. Oh, fuck it. Uh, 2K over what we'd expected, and the next day was 3K over what we expected. So nice. I feel like uh, in a leadership position, I'm really doing a good job at my workplace right now. Hell yeah. And I'm stoked about that. Um, I'd say a low period for me would be... I, I mean, it's my... I'm coming into my PMS week. I hope we're okay talking about that kind of thing. Yes, but, um, I can talk about anything and everything. <clears throat> That's rough. You know, I I spent a couple of days overreacting to something very, very minor, and I feel like a fool. <laughs> it happens. So all them hormones, man. <laughs> my hormones are just. I'm trying to tell myself that it is just my hormones, but. Sometimes it's hard to be able to convince yourself that, you know, it's your condition or your hormones or something like that, and things really aren't terrible. Yeah. So, there's definitely something I was working on this week. What about you, Allie? Um, I think my high this week was uh, that I finally put in my notice at my 9 to 5 job. Hell yeah. So I'm stoked. I mean, I don't actually work 9 to 5. I work seven to six but (laughs) it's nice to be able to work more on my mental health and be able to do the stuff that I love full-time which is social media management for my one friend and then also just social media in general and that'll give me more time to focus on the podcast too which is exciting and then my low this week oh boy hmm you know you're doing good if you're having a hard time thinking about yeah like well okay I think maybe actually something that I did this week that kind of like I don't know it was like a little bit of like you know like self-hatred but like so and I mean I feel like everybody still struggles with that like even me who is someone who's pretty confident most of the time I still struggle with like you know I have bad bad body days and bad you know anyways so for my job, we were taking Christmas card pictures with all the kids, and I, I don't know, I just felt really shitty with my body that day, and then I was, like, trying to, like, hide behind the kids to, like, not show my body, because I was like, I don't, I don't want parents to see me, and then I was, like, having all these thoughts of, like, oh, God, what if parents think that I'm some, like, ugly woman who has to look after their kids? I don't know, it was, like, super irrational, but, like, God, I get those too, like, it's... Yeah. It comes from a society that tells you you're not good enough, and... Yeah. It's not fun, but... Well, I bet the pictures still look amazing. Thanks. I hope so. I honestly have not looked at them, but... Your faces in them are gonna look amazing. (laughs) Thank you, Jane. (laughs) Even if the whole you is hidden behind some kids, we still got the shining star that is your face. I mean, honestly, I don't even think I did that good of a job of hiding behind the kids either because I decided that way, or sorry, that day to wear um, heeled boots. So like, you know. Oh, so you're tall. Fifth and sixth graders are not going to be taller than me in heels. So like, yeah, I was uh, pretty tall. I don't know. There's some like long, skinny sixth graders. There is though. When I'm wearing normal shoes, like at my school, some of the kids, even in grade five, I have a kid in my lunch class who is taller than me and I'm like. Oh my God. Is he like. Well, they, I guess I don't know. It's a girl. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
I always see the tall ones and they're always skinny and it's like, oh my god, it looks like they'd be blown away by the wind. Am I body shaming right now? I mean, Is that body shaming? I don't think so, because okay. you're also skinny, no? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I see tall skinny people, I'm just like, oh my god, how do you like just not get wished away? away? <laughs> Especially when they're kids, because there's like less to them. I know. Honestly. Okay, um, so the tea. next segment is the tea. So, oh goodness, I wrote a lot of stuff down. Hold on, let me just, uh... <laughs> it's good, I wrote nothing. I don't really, Turn yeah. My notes. Mm, okay, so the tea is like, I don't, did we explain what the segment was last time? I don't think we did. Okay, so... The juicy goss. Yeah, the tea is like current events of the fashion and beauty industry, whether it's plus size, skinny size, any kind of size, we just talk about, like... What's going yeah. on in the scene? Who did something good? Who did something bad? What's Megan the Stallion doing? She's always doing something good. <laughs> we just realized that she released an album at the end of October that neither of us have listened to, and I was so and disappointed in myself. There's so many freestyles on there that I just, like... She... She's amazing. I love that woman. <laughs> Me too. Anyway, so the tea. Um, this is, I think, from the past like month or so. Russia had their first plus-size model on Russian Vogue. However, as exciting as that is, some people have been critiquing it because Russia is still very plagued with harsh and critical beauty standards. As well as the fact that... You can probably Google this if I'm honest with you and look at the girl. She... <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, she's maybe about 15 pounds heavier than you are. Oh, okay, so it's like not so really a plus size woman. Yeah. It's like a, we're trying. Yeah. But we're still going to give you a skinny woman because yeah. it's just a bigger skinny woman than a regular flavor. Yeah, so it's pretty disappointing because like, you know, like I, I understand that like everybody has a different body type but I feel like especially in the modeling industry they have such like a harsh and like toxic culture of like weight loss and like diet and like some of the, like the high fashion models I'm just like I'll look like skeletons like it just doesn't look healthy and I feel like even though this is a step in the right direction it's not necessarily a representation of what a lot of women look like it's a small step it's we want bigger steps yeah it's 2021. We need, like, at least, like, a speed walking. Yeah. <laughs> True. That's interesting, though, because, like, even in, like, the American and Canadian sense of, like, plus-size models, I'm pretty sure anybody who's over a size 9, I believe, is considered a, like, plus-size, which I'm, like, I don't really think that I... I like agree with that <laughs> really agree with that either I mean that's pretty normal size I mean you've got people who are a lot smaller and a lot bigger but like you gotta look at what the average is not what you think starts to get into your plus size zone where you want a separate store and yeah to hire different models yeah it's interesting too because um in the article that I was reading, they were talking about how kind of, like, especially in the American beauty industry and, like, the modeling industry right now, plus-size models are, like, all the rage, right? They're, like, the, the trending thing. So, like, 
they wanted to kind of, like, hop on that trend, but I think that they kind of failed with the fact that, like... Well, yeah, that's a flaw. We're gonna hire a plus-size model. Just kidding, she is pretty straight-sized. Yeah. And that's the thing, too, is even if, like, even during, like, Pride Month, if you think about all, like, the, um... Like, the companies who, like, will have their logos become, like, rainbows, and it's just very, like, performative allyship, and it's... Kind of bullshit. If I'm honest with you, like you don't actually and that's what care. We do here on the VOD pod. We call out the bullshit. Hell and yes, that is bullshit. Yeah. It Especially, really like because so many clothing stores, catalogs, websites. When was the last time you saw the model wearing anything other than a size small? Yeah. Like. Do you ever wonder what the clothes look like on a medium or a large? Well, and that's, you can't even yeah. see the way that it looks on other body types because the model, the one that's wearing it in the photo on the website, is always exactly the same. Yeah. Not the same woman, of course. There's a lot of diversity I'm seeing that's good, but... For the most part, it's usually, like, skinny white women, which I'm like... Not yeah. hating on skinny white women. I love you, Jane. But like, <laughs> it's not necessarily lot, what everyone looks like, right? There's a disproportionate representation of skinny white women where that doesn't accurately reflect what the actual population is. Yep, 100%. It's interesting. And like, I guess the other thing that I kind of wanted to touch on with this uh, <clears throat> Russian model is really the only thing that like distinguishes her from like uh I don't even want to say skinnier woman because she is skinny but like a smaller woman is the fact that she has like a few minor like stomach rolls but like in the picture she was like sitting forward to like scrunch her stomach together so I'm like that she is plus plus size size. yeah (laughs) so like not like, a person who has two or three stomach rolls is not plus size. Like, you are a normal person. That's what a person looks like. That's yeah. a human. Like, not everybody, not every woman. Honestly, most women are not, like, born with or continue to have flat stomachs. Like, some of them do. But, like, once you, like, have kids or, like, once you get older and, like, you kind of stop. You stop growing upwards. Yeah, you just kind of, like... Things happen. It's the way that bodies look. And it's very normal. And I think that that's one of the things that, like, the beauty industry and, like, the fashion industry doesn't touch on is, like, normal bodies. And I think that everybody's body is normal, right? But, like, when you kind of constantly, like, show only one type of body in the media, people just kind of assume that that's what That's what bodies look like. Yeah, that's what you should look like. And I think I struggled with that a lot growing up, too, because, like, whoo, the 2000s was a wild time in May. Remember low-rise jeans? <laughs> <laughs> Those are actually making a comeback, and I'm like, no, no. Only I'm... Britney. Only Britney got away with those. I could not. Yeah, Britney gets away with anything. Britney gets away with anything she wants. But, yeah, like, no. But even, like, if you look at some like I don't know if you ever read like those magazines in like the grocery store like Us Weekly or like you know oh god I read a lot of Seventeen and uh I read some of those like Justin Bieber magazines you know what I mean (laughs) 
Like the, the teeny bopper ones. ones that always have like a picture of One Direction or Justin Bieber or someone that they're like, oh, oh yeah, teen girls love this shit. Yeah. I had all those posters on my wall. Cody Simpson. Justin Bieber Styles. was in my locker for three years. <laughs> and it wasn't even that. a good picture. It was him with his swoopy ass like baby cut. I heard one of his songs, maybe one of his old songs came up on my like Spotify and... I deadass, I was like, who the fuck is this woman? I have never heard this person in life. And I looked at my phone and it was Justin Bieber and I was like, oh, I remember when he was that little. Oh, gosh. Doesn't even seem like that long ago. I remember I went to see his movie Never Say Never three times in theaters. Three times? Yeah. It was 3D too, wasn't it? It was not 3D. I just remember I had to go with like three different friends all of them oh, wanted no. to see it, but I was just like, oh, well, I'll go see it again. I want to go see Justin Bieber on the big screen. <laughs> I that. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, the Biebs. He's something else. Have you gone to Tim Hortons yet and tried his I have not tried the Tim Biebs. <laughs> Honestly, I hate that name. I was talking to one of my kids at school. Or no, I was talking to one of my coworkers, and they talked to this kid, and this kid was saying how, like, this is wildly inappropriate, and we obviously have to shut it down, but, like, he was saying how they should have named it Bieber Balls. <laughs> Wait, do you remember that? People would just, like, randomly walk up to each other and be like, Bieber my balls. I don't remember that one! Oh my god, that was a, okay, maybe that was just my junior high. What is Bieber my balls mean? was a thing, I don't know what it means, but people would just say that to each other. Oh my god, kids. <laughs> Maybe my junior high was just bad. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh my god. Um, so other than the Russians, what's been going on? Oh goodness. That's um, really the only thing I'm That's what we got? Down. Okay. <laughs> we'll cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to like look up more stuff for next time, but that was... Uh, the only thing. Okay, so now our next segment is... The Thick of It. Our favorite segment. This week we're going to be talking about all things diet culture. So body teas, pills, fad diets, wraps, and where we're really seeing them and how they affect women's perspectives of their bodies. <clears throat> so I would say... Hmm... Yeah. Hey guys, it's Chloe Kardashian. Time to try my new fat tea this week. Oh, Um, that's where I saw the most of them from the Kardashians. Not even specifically the Kardashians, but those those celebrity gals that are like famous for having an Instagram or something that are like trying to promote it. For, like, I don't know, maybe it's, they pay them a lot. I'm not quite sure why, but. That's, like, that's the interesting thing, too, is, like, I think because these things don't actually work, or if they do work, they are, like, very, like, basically what the tea is is that it gives you diarrhea. Like, it's yeah, a cleanse you, for your, a cleanse a for cleanse. your body. You're supposed to poop out the fat yeah, or something. But I'm, like, that's not healthy. And, like, drinking that every day, but I think... One of the things that the company does, and I think this is a lot to do with, like, marketing and stuff, is all those companies kind of look for 
women who already kind of have like the ideal body for it but like or like they've had some kind of transformation whether it be like from weight loss or like surgeries of any kind like plastic surgery and they kind of target those because they're like oh like if you use this this is what like we want people to think this is what you're gonna look like after you use our product which yeah in reality is not true at all because if you look like <clears throat> look at say like the kardashians which is like one of the biggest people who kind of talk about it they have all have sur- have had surgery. None of them want to admit it, but they all have. Like, so it's very interesting that like that's yeah because no one can look <clears throat> like that no matter how much tea you drink. No, and, I mean think about it. Would you take a laxative every day? Fuck no! I don't like, even take no laxative on a normal day. Why? Why would you ever? I mean, unless you're like constipated. Constipated. Like, why would you do that? But that tea is just like. It's like taking a laxative it's every day. It's a liquid laxative, yeah, it really is. And, and it destroys your insides, too. I've read somewhere that it's, like, really bad for your intestines. It would be so harsh, because it's constantly getting you to, like, keep it moving. Yeah. Even when you don't necessarily need to. Yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting, too, because, like, that's kind of the same thing with, like, body pills as well. Like, all those, like, you know, I don't know, like, gummies or... Oh yeah, skinny gummies. Skinny gummies, or what is that other... I don't even know if they're really big anymore, but there was like a brand that a lot of YouTubers and stuff used for like hair and nail growth. It's called like Sugar Bear Hair Care. Oh, I remember that one. They had a whole thing about that with... um... Fuck, what's his name? James Charles and Taddy and... Oh, when all that They had the whole thing. Part of it was because someone bought vitamins... And got a free ticket to Coachella because of their vitamins. And then they didn't invite the other person. That wasn't the whole drama, but there was some there was a bunch of tea drama or like hair gummy <laughs> drama. I remember hearing about it. You couldn't escape that when it was happening. Oh but I remember reading about how some of it had to do with, oh, I endorsed the wrong hair gummies. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because what was her name? Tati, whatever the fuck her name is. Whoever she is. I honestly don't even know who she is, to be honest with you. No hate to her, but I just don't know her. No, like, I don't follow any of them. Like, I just know they all slap some makeup on their face and have a million views, so. But, like, she has, like, apparently, I think she has her own vitamin product. And And I think they were really close friends. They were friends, and and he was supporting her. That he was competitor. Yeah, because he probably got paid more from them. Oh, yeah, he got tickets to Coachella for um, buying the Sugar Bear, the other one. gummies because he just really wanted to go and party (laughs) so he didn't support his friend's gummies i mean mean, not that any of the gummies need support no not at all like Like, your hair grows naturally let it let it be throw some coconut oil in there if you're yeah like i'm all for like supplements and you know health things if you need it like i take supplements for my pcos and stuff but like i those are like legit like scientifically proven to help these things work yeah but like, like i take vitamin fda C. approved and stuff but like i <clears throat> don't yeah a lot of those vitamins are not even approved by the fda or any of like the big corporations that should be approving them so i'm That's like probably why they're just called know? gummies and not vitamins yeah because they're not actually vitamins they're just they're just know, a bunch of stuff that someone put in a marketed gummy marketed as vitamins yeah 
God, if I'm eating an infused gummy, let me tell you, it's going to be weed or nothing else. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I don't man. have time for a laxative gummy. No, and like, also, I'm sorry, but like, who has the time to shit that much? Like, you just have time yeah. on your day to dedicate to shitting? <laughs> like, I mean, no, the Kardashians. Like, I get it. <laughs> like, I don't want to be running to the bathroom that often. No, no. thanks. Like... Yeah, it's just not... Like, what if these people are, like, you know, actually busy doing something, and they're just like, oh, well, gotta shit. To lose weight, like, just give me a minute so I can go shit my brains out, so I can be one pound skinnier, like, it's just, it's honestly so toxic and damaging to, like, people in general, like, women and, like, anybody else who takes these gummies, it's just very damaging to, like, body bodies in general like health wise but also just like boss like out, people's outlook on their own bodies and bodies in general it's just so have you tried any of them like back in the day hmm i don't think i ever did i have okay. done a lot of like fad diets though like <clears throat> oh yeah i've done like gluten free dairy free keto and all those like you know like the diet, the diets, which like no hate on some people because like I know that there are people that can like like that only can eat things that are gluten yeah. free and dairy free because of health reasons or like. Well, hey, I know someone who <clears throat> did keto because they wanted to lose weight and it was very successful for them, and then they went off it and they were good and like yeah. good for people who want to do it and it works and that's great but no one should feel pressured into having to do it no it should never be a thing like i want to do this so i can like fit in or feel like i'm good enough it should be something you want to do because you know you have a personal body goal that is your own yeah a lot of fitness or like bodybuilding people i'm sure they have very strict diets even athletes but that's because they're not doing it because they need to feel good enough. At least I hope they're not. In my gymnastics experience, a lot of the girls, it wasn't so much pressure to be healthy. It was pressure to look good. Yeah. I think so that's I guess, also... Yeah, in sports, yeah. it's... It could also be there, that too. too. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like it's everywhere, if I'm like being honest with you. Because I feel like, at least for me, restricting yourself in any way is not necessarily successful like when it comes to like diets and stuff because like I feel like with a lot of these fad diets it's like limiting things like gluten or like dairy and like unless you are allergic to those things your body needs or even with like keto when you take out carbs and sugar your body needs those things to function like you don't have to eat carbs like a mad person every day if you don't want to but like having a balance of all of the food groups is important for your body like I remember even learning about that in school, in, like, elementary school and junior high. Like, all yeah, the, they the, shows you the food, food groups. groups. Yeah. So it's just, like, it's interesting to me because I'm, like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I feel like it also can become, for a lot of people, like, fad diets can turn into eating disorders. And I think that that's a big thing. Like, for me, that was kind of what ended up happening is I wanted to be vegetarian. I was for two years. And I originally started doing it out of, like, the fact of, wanting to you know like save the animals and you know all those things but then it kind of escalated and turned into like way more than that so like I 
lost 90 pounds in like six months and I was like not eating like ever. It was just very unhealthy. So I think that can kind of be like a gateway for a lot of people to, you know, stop eating. <laughs> for sure. And <clears throat> I mean, here I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at it this way. I remember there's times when, I mean, I'm kind of sick right now. You can probably tell from the sniffly ass voice. <laughs> but oftentimes when I get sick, I, you know, lose weight because mm -hmm. that's what happens. You don't eat, you know, your body's trying to fight something off. And my God, sometimes, at least in the past, I would look at myself after I'm sick and somewhere in my head, my, my brain would be like, I wish I looked like this all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, what? I think about that with a rational brain. Like, what the fuck? I wanted to look sick. Yeah. But it's because... It's normalized, right? It's normalized. Yeah. And, you know, I would get compliments when I looked like that. Yeah. You know, people would be like, oh, you look... Even my mom would be like, oh, you look so skinny today. I'm like, it's because I haven't eaten. Like, I am yeah. physically unwell. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I don't know. That's... <clears throat> it's not healthy for your it's body not healthy. in the long term, right? Like, not eating because you're sick is like, that's... You know, you can't really help that. Like, being sick and not feeling like you can't eat, that's... Yeah, you know, but for but... that to <clears throat> transform into everyday life, it's like, that is a sickness in itself. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that can lead into an eating disorder, right? And I think a lot of people, too, who, like, have eating disorders either don't realize it or are, like, undiagnosed because, like, I don't know, people just kind of normalize, like, fad yeah. diets and eating up and down and, like, you know, not knowing... For me, it's, like, I feel, like, I mean, I don't, I struggle with eating. I don't think I have an eating disorder because I just don't think I'm, my own struggle is bad enough to be an eating disorder. Yeah. I think if you considered it, on, like, from a bigger picture, yeah, it would be an eating disorder. But somewhere in my head, I just, you know, I don't, I'm not distracted enough to be ADHD. I'm not weird enough to be autistic. But I think that all of these things are probably true. It's just all of it is on a spectrum. Eating disorders as well. Yeah. No, I think that you're you're right. Like having an yeah. unhealthy relationship with food is a minor eating disorder or with the opportunity to be more than that. And I think too, like if I'm honest with you, I feel like having an unhealthy relationship with food is like very normalized. Like I don't really know a whole lot mm -hmm. of people that do have healthy relationships with food. Which, yeah. like, sucks, because I'm, like, if you look at how it was, like, back in the day, like, not, like, in the 50s or whatever, but, like, the caveman days, you, yeah. you eat to nourish yourself, you eat to stay alive, and, like, that's what it is. That's but, what like, it is, it's eating for food. <clears throat> now, with all the things of, like, binge eating, or, like, not eating at all, or, like, eating and then making yourself throwing up, like, even with, like, things, I don't, do you know what ASMR is? I know what ASMR like is. Like, all the food, like the food munchings and all that. Like the what? Mukbangs. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's kind of like an ASMR, but like not. So it's like someone who will sit on camera and eat mass amounts of food. And it's usually things like Burger King, McDonald's, like those cheesy Korean corn dogs, like all oh those God. kinds of things. And like, it's but who just, watches that? People make millions of fucking dollars off this shit. Who pays for this shit? It started, I think, in... Like, I would understand if it was, like, an e-girl. If it's an e-girl eating, like, eight corn dogs at well, once, you know... That's what it started out as, was, okay. like, really, like, cute, skinny Asian women eating a mass, mass amounts of food, and then it would be, like, 
a cam girl, but, like, not nudity. It was, like, a food cam girl. It started out like that, and then it kind of, like, trickled that down to kind of... America, and then America, you know, blew it out of proportion. <laughs> the... As they do. Yep. Good job, America. <laughs> go big or go home. Hey, yeah. It's interesting, but yeah. That's... But I, I mean, think that's the... just an unhealthy relationship with food as well, whether it's, like, you know eating too little or eating too much and I think either way it's it's not healthy it's not healthy like I feel like I struggle with that a lot too like I don't I don't necessarily think that I have an eating disorder but I think I definitely have an unhealthy relationship with food but that's because of you know crash diets and all this bullshit but like and you have to give yourself some more credit than you think you deserve because I'm not saying you do have an eating disorder but Often we'll block ourselves out of things because we think we're not, it's not bad enough. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. So yeah, I think that like, it really depends. Like, I mean, it depends on the day if a doctor me. looked at me and like saw my eating habits sometimes, probably he wouldn't think that I was the healthiest person. Like, that's fair, right? Because I'm like, I do try really hard to be healthy and all these things because of all like the shit that my body goes through with like fertility meds and PCOS and all this stuff that I have going on. So I try to like... You know, eat healthy stuff, but sometimes it just is hard or, like, it's too much effort to cook when you get home at the end of a 12-hour day. Like, I don't yeah. want to have to cook stir-fry and cut up chicken and season it and do all this shit. Like, sometimes I'm just like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I think that it's... Yeah, I mean, it, let's it's just also... talk about how the 8-hour workday does not make it, like, or 12-hour in your, your case... Like, how it does not make it very easy for us to eat healthy mm-hmm. and prepare stay meals on top of, and like, stay on top of all this. And, yeah, that's that's the interesting thing, too, is, like, if you look at celebrities, say, for example, they all have, like, personal trainers, personal chefs, maids, they so they don't the do any of this stuff, right? So, like, for, say, for example, I'm going to use, like, Khloe Kardashian, for oh, example. Yes. She was very normal before she lost a bunch of weight. But because she's in the world of the Kardashian family, that wasn't good enough. So yeah, she Yeah, I mean, look at the bullying the she got from her own mom. Yeah, and, like, she was always considered the fat sister. When I'm like, no, she's actually... She's the normal, normal one. The rest of you <clears throat> have, like, balloons in your butt. <laughs> Honestly, like, oh my god, and... I was actually talking to my husband about this the other day about, like, telling the difference between, like, a fake butt and a real butt. And usually, a lot of the time, women who have, like, BBLs or butt implants or whatever it is, their thighs and hips don't match the butt. So you just end up looking like you got a full diaper. Like, it's just not... And I mean, like, to each their own, I guess. But, like, I don't necessarily think that that's what women who get BBLs want. So, like... You have to and match the thighs and hips to everything else. Yeah. And I mean, there is like a, not a market, a, there are many people who do find that look, like the big bum, very attractive and mm-hmm. good on them. That is not my personal type, but like with the Kardashians, at least admit to it because yeah. they're setting unrealistic standards for women who look up to them and think, oh, if I just do 80 more squats, my butt will look like Kim's. When she could do a thousand more squats, and it will never look look like that that because... Until you drop mass amounts of money to get things put into your butt. (laughs) 
Sorry, that's <laughs> that's not what I meant. I mean, she got paid millions of dollars to put stuff in her butt when she first was famous. I don't think she was putting stuff in her butt. Well, I know. she was putting it somewhere. She was putting it somewhere. Again, not shaming her, just no. stating facts. Live your best life. Who doesn't have a video or two like that? Yeah, true. I just don't post mine on porn. Yeah, I do not <laughs> post mine. I keep mine to myself. Yeah. <laughs> Personal viewing, that's all. A hundred percent. Oh my god. Okay, since we're on diets and stuff, have you ever heard of that one called It Works? Oh no, no, what is this? Okay, I'm gonna pull up some photos just for context. Okay. We can maybe link the photos in the description or something. Or we can describe them too. Okay, so yeah, basically the brand is called It Works. There's your first red flag. Yeah. If you have to say it works, it probably doesn't work. Yeah. But these guys do like, um, it looks like wrapping plastic wrap around your tummy. Yes, I do know what this is. This was a huge thing in like 2014, maybe a little bit earlier than that. And yeah, people were literally just like wrapping themselves. There's actually still kind of a version of that now that people who like work out use. It's called like sweatbands. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but you like put it around your stomach and then you take it oh, off yeah. and you can like see all your sweat. But I'm like, does that actually work? Why what would you want to do that? I mean, yes, you're <clears throat> losing weight. You're losing the weight of the sweat that was in your body. Of course it's heavier when it comes off. But you're still going to lose that weight even if you don't wear that sweatband. Like you still I mean, maybe sweat. it makes you sweat a little more, but, but I don't know. But in your stomach. That's why I'm like, it doesn't make sense. Oh yeah, the toning body wrap. Oh I just boy. thought the pictures were always funny because it looks like someone just wrapped themselves in saran. Well, people were actually doing that, though. They do like, that? not just the body wraps. People were literally doing, like, just saran wrap and wrapping it around their bodies and sleeping with it on. And I'm like, that's that's so... Like, no. <laughs> oh, man. That is... Yes. I mean... I will add to the discussion, they're also a, like, multi-level marketing scheme, mm. so that just adds a layer of, um, yuck to yep. the whole thing. Absolutely. Yeah, I am, uh, all not for MLMs. They are scams. One straight scams. Yeah, this is it. Look at this shit. It literally just looks like green... Like, it looks like, like they're wrapping themselves almost in tape. With, like, it's, like, their Wraps, logo. do they really work? It works. No, it I does not. I'm gonna betcha it doesn't. Like, if you want to lose weight, just eat fruits and vegetables and find a balance of, like, eating all these things yeah, and Yeah, like, out. talk with your like medical you professional. Not yeah. necessarily a nutritionist, let me tell you. I'm not gonna shit on nutritionists, because I think that's a very valuable job. I'm going to shit on my mom, who is a nutritionist. Ah, shit on her. <laughs> and, I mean, my mom's the one who told me I was too skinny and probably had an eating disorder, but then turned around a week later and told my sister, who looks a lot like me, but my sister's got big old boobs, big old booty. She's like, Jordan, I think you're eating too much today. Mm. You know, oh I think Jordan had had an apple. I was like, an apple, that's uh, too much. So, All right. if you are, I mean, my mom is obviously an outlier. She's not, like, 
speaking for all nutritionists, but in my experience, I have met a lot of them who are very body shamey. Yeah. Where they'll take a look at you and be like, oh, you look overweight. Here's what you need to do. And don't want to run tests or don't want to look into it as deeply because they look at you and they're just like, oh, that's the problem. That's it. That's all. You know, that's interesting though, because I feel like that's not just nutritionists, it's a lot of, like, different medical professions, because, like, every time I go to the doctor, every time it doesn't matter what it's for, I'm always told lose weight, lose weight in this weekend, or lose weight, and, like, sometimes that's that's not the issue, losing weight is not going to change things, like, what are you gonna do, go in with a broken leg, they're gonna be like, lose weight, you walk on it, well, the funny thing is, I went into the hospital one day, because I, I, like, played sports in high school, and Mm -hmm. I am pretty sure that I, like, fucked up my back pretty good, I don't even know how, but, like, I now have sciatica, but, like, it took me a long time to even figure that out, because every time I would, like, there was one time I went into the hospital, and I was, like, laying in the bed for, like, five hours, just in pain, and they did so many x-rays and tests and blah, blah, blah. And the doctor comes in and just basically is like, I can't find anything wrong with you. I think you just need to lose weight. Heavier people have back issues and left. And I was like, that's not helpful at all. No kind of physical therapy, no kind of exercises you could give me to like help me either achieve weight loss since you want me to, or to like stretch out my back. I'm like, no, like not that painkillers are always like the, you know, the thing that's going to help, but, like, if someone's laying in bed crying because they're in pain, you have literally zero empathy Like, what are they going to do in, like, the next hour that's going to help them? Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Just, like, you know, drop all the weight? Just, like, go into the bathroom, poop out all the fat, and then just come back as a skinny woman and you're just fine? Like, what do they expect? And they need to be giving you, like, some kind of... Like, how am I going to fix this? Yes. And like, and if you say lose weight, that's great. You can lose weight over months. But how am I going to be relieved from this pain right now? Well, exactly. And that was kind of like the frustration is like I asked her, I'm like, you can't give me any pain meds? And she was like, no, like sciatica is kind of just one of those things that you just have to like live with. And I'm like, cool. That's like not even a suggestion, not... not like a referral to someone who knows more about it. Yeah. Or like, hey, like that. Take it's some just Advil. She was like, no, nothing helps. And like now all I do for pain most of the time is like smoke weed because like, to be honest with you, anytime I go to the doctor with any kind of pain, it always just like goes to like lose weight, lose weight. And I'm like, do you think That's I great. haven't you tried lose to do weight, that? But... <laughs> yeah. Like, I have PCOS, I mean, so first like of all, my you're gonna need help with the pain that. to lose weight because you're not gonna yeah. go and exercise when you're feeling like shit. Well, exactly, and I think too, like losing weight is not always easy for everybody. No. Like, as somebody who has PCOS, which I don't know if anybody really knows about that, but it's like basically like hormone imbalances, and like if you have hormone imbalances, certain parts of my hormones just skyrocket, and I gain weight super fucking easily and I struggle to lose weight so I'm like like when I went to um my fertility doctor like the first thing that he asked me was like well like you're a little bit overweight like you need to lose weight could you do that before we start these drugs and I was like I have been trying to lose weight for two goddamn years no you're gonna give me fertility drugs you're not gonna make me try and lose weight like unless you want to like well yeah if you wanted to lose weight you go to a weight loss place 
Or I'd like or learn to how a to dietitian do it. or yeah. like well, and like that's that. the thing too is like my family doctor when I first told her we were having issues getting pregnant, she, of course, that was again her first thing, was like, well, have you tried losing weight? And like, if you can't lose weight on your own, then like we can pers- we can refer you to a nutritionist or whatever. And I was like, got from like thousand pounds sisters <clears throat> have a baby. Yes, and that's that's my thing is that like. Women of any size can get pregnant. It is not about being. All you need fat. is some spermies and a working uterus and ovaries. Yes, like, but like I don't have that. I don't ovulate on my own because my hormones are imbalanced. And like to be fair, a lot of hormones can be balanced with food and supplements. But like that's not always the case for everybody. No. <clears throat> and like I think because PCOS is so like under researched and stuff, and it's so different for every woman, you can't necessarily know the cure for every woman's PCOS it's different for everybody right so like taking that into consideration is also something that I think doctors like really struggle (laughs) yeah because they see a fat person and they're like oh the only issue here is that they're fat there can't be anything else Mm -hmm. and you really have to like you have to try harder to get a diagnosis or treatment or anything than I would yeah and I mean, look at me. They don't even ask me what my eating habits are. Well, That's stupid. Yeah. They should be asking me because, you know, my eating habits aren't great. If anything, they should be telling us the same advice if it comes to eating. Yeah, but... You probably eat better than I do. I try to. Like, I really do. Like, weekends are kind of just, like, man, whatever. But, like, even for the most part, I still try to make healthier decisions than what, you know, <clears throat> what is given to me. But I'm like... Yeah, it's, I think, kind of more based on your health than it is what they see. But, like, for most doctors and medical professionals, it's like, well, I see this, so this must be true. But, like, some skinny people that I know are the most unhealthy people that I know. They're the ones, like, eating a shit ton of fast food, doing cocaine, drinking a lot, like, all these things. And I'm like, I am a pretty healthy person. Like, yes, I struggle to eat sometimes like balanced but like I've not seen you drink in so long no I I probably will tonight but that's (laughs) because I'm baking (laughs) oh you're having a good time yeah right so now we're gonna talk kind of a little bit about beach bodies or like what society perceives as beach bodies and what's like acceptable in the eyes of most I don't even want to say most people but like society really and like the beauty standard and, like, I feel like what real beach bodies, like, actually look like is, like, for a lot of people is not the same as what yeah. beauty standards are. I mean, a beach body be. should be your body on a beach. Honestly. Doesn't matter what doesn't you Doesn't matter like. what it looks like. It, if you're on a beach, that's a beach body. A hundred percent. And that's... It's interesting, because, like, when I was growing up, like, when I was on the beach, I did never see fat women or plus size women wearing anything but like one pieces or like giant t-shirts in the water over their bathing suits because they're too self-conscious but like now I feel like we've kind of for a lot of people taken a step in the right direction of like it doesn't matter what your body looks like wear a bikini well, totally. if you want to wear a bikini like I mean as long as you want to and the hoo-ha are covered up you're yeah. good <laughs> yeah, exactly public nudity is not okay but like there's actually um two nude beaches where we live. Actually? Yep. Where? I'll pull up a map. 
Like in our province or in our city? In our city. Wait, what in the fuck? How did I never know yeah, this? Not that I would ever go to a new beach. New beaches. Like, which is kind of interesting because we don't really even have beaches. No. Both of them are on rivers. So it's not even like a... So it's a nude river. Yeah, it's not like really even a beach. But it's like a nude bathing area. That's what they call it. That's so interesting that I never knew that I've lived here my entire life. I had no yeah. idea. Wild. Yeah, you should show me that. Up. Like, not like, show me the nudes, but like, you know what I mean? It's okay. There aren't any. They prohibit taking photos at these oh, places okay. to protect the privacy figured. of the other nude bathers. Good. Yeah. But that is a thing. That's so, in Calgary... Cool. Cut that out if you don't want people to know where we live. But I don't care. I'm we can said about like where I live on TikTok. So yeah, we can get our nude on at two different places in the city <laughs> legally. Amazing. Well, and like I think it's Ontario. Women are allowed to wear like walk around topless, which I'm like. BC yeah. too. For Back when I was in Nelson with Jordan, like we hit the beach topless the one day. We went without dad. I was gonna say, did yeah. your dad no, come with you? Dad did not come with. <laughs> Uh, that would have been weird. Yeah. Uh, but no, her and I are like, I don't know, we're probably like a bit more open and cool with that kind of thing than regular sisters. But yeah, we just hit the beach <laughs> topless and it was fucking awesome. That's sweet. I love There's that. A... Oh. Mm, I did not like that one. Is it not showing that? What the fuck? Okay, weird. I don't know why Josh is down there. It's fine. Um, yeah, so I think, like, with beach bodies, like, your body on a beach is a fucking beach Absolutely. body. You shouldn't have to lose weight or, like, you know, do all these things to be able to, like, be happy. And I think that restricting yourself from those things takes away a lot of joy from people like go and have fun at the beach like that was one of my favorite memories as a kid and it still is i love beaches and i feel like even with women who are like new moms like mom bodies and stuff and like mom bodies are hot hell yeah milfs oh my god my coworker made me a bumper sticker that says i break for hot moms no fucking way. I've been looking for one of these for so long. They made it for you? She made it for me. That's like she's that does graphic design and she made me a bumper sticker. I love that! (laughs) So now I can pull up to your parking lot and just be like, I'm here for the hot moms. (laughs) Oh my god. If you couldn't tell, I love mom bobs. Hell yes. I think that's just like the most amazing thing. Like you released a child into this world you built a baby and you have these like you know if you've got like stretch marks or like body flaps that weren't there before like damn those went into making a whole ass human that is i think one of the most hottest things out there totally totally. love milfs fuck yes milfs all the way i love it (laughs) (laughs) speaking of moms um about my mom too much no you can talk about so my mom's i think i mentioned this last episode actually my mom's flavor of workout tapes was beach body so from a Mm. very very young age my sister and i had a very very specific image of what was supposed to be at the beach and 
gosh, I remember my, like, even feeling self-conscious about wearing a tankini because I was like, oh, well, I, I'm supposed to be looking like, looking like a rock star in my little, like, string bathing suit. Yeah. And it was weird to think, like, I looked, even at a young age, like me being, like, 10, 12 years old, seeing all of these beach body things and being like, I'm going to have to look like that with the big old boobs and the string bikini. And I mean, I was still trying to be a kid. Yeah. And I think that a lot of the, the things I was exposed to, it almost took away the childhood a little being like beach bodies have to be sexy. Beach bodies have to be like, hot and out there and like very over sexualized yeah and I think that trickled down into my little 12 year old self buying teeny string bikinis Mm -hmm. with no boob whatsoever to put in them but still wearing (laughs) them because I was like this is what I have to do Mm -hmm. to be like a proper person at the beach well and that's the thing too is I think that like if you kind of look at like what those companies are like considering sexy is like you know only one type of body one type of body and like it's... even the men all look exactly the same they're like dorito <laughs> chips and... with like yeah <laughs> dorito chips and a pair of shorts yeah a hundred percent and it's it's interesting because i'm like that's not everybody's reality what happened to the dad bod dad bods are, dad bods are yes. the best just like we love milfs we love dad we bods. love milfs we love dilfs we we love hot parents. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I think that's pretty good on beach bodies. Yeah. Like, okay, do you want to do affirmation? A beach, what your beach body looks like is your body on the beach. Like, get out there. Hell Have yeah. Wear what you want. Put that bikini on if you want yeah, to. Yeah, wear you don't want bikini. To, if you don't want to wear a bikini, wear whatever you want. Wear, uh, wear what makes they you comfortable. Have, um, they have burkinis now. They're so cool. They're, like, for Muslim women. Who oh, Who need that's to, like, cool. cover their hair or specific parts. So they now have bathing suits that are designed for them. They got a lot of backlash in Europe because people are like, oh, my God, terrorists. But that's, that's racism. racism. That's a separate thing. Yeah. I think it's wonderful that there are... They're making more inclusive swimwear for everyone, mm-hmm. including different religions and different people who can cover or want to show, be as modest or as sexy as you want. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it's interesting. I'd like to see those in, like, actual, like, swim stores, because you probably have to, like, special you order You probably have online. to special order those online. Yeah. Which is, like, kind of shitty, but, like... Again, it's a step in the right it's direction. It's a step in the right direction. Like a jump in the right direction, but yeah. a step is a step is the beginning. We'll take so. we'll take what we get right now. Yeah, but we'll keep pushing for more steps. Absolutely, it's useless to take one step. You got to keep walking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So our affirmation for this episode, Jane, would you like to deliver? I did last one, so this oh, one's okay. all you. The affirmation this week is: I am more than the food that I eat. Which That's I a good think one. Is, yeah, I really like that. I really like that too. That's it's true. You deserve to eat no matter what, and you are more than the food that you eat. You don't. I don't think that you should be defined mm-hmm. by what you eat. Like you eat what you eat because we have to eat. We're people. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. It's like breathing. I'm not gonna judge anyone for breathing a different flavor air than me. Yeah. So, 
eat what you eat, eat what you can afford, and what makes you feel good, and... What works for your body. Exactly. It's different for everybody. All right, y'all, so we have a little bit of an exciting uh, thing to add to our social media segment today. At the end of our episode, we have finally created a Instagram and TikTok account for the podcast. So if you'd like to follow us on either Instagram or TikTok, the at is bodypoditivity, so that's B-O-D-Y-P-O-D-I-V-I-T-Y. Yeah, nailed it! (laughs) And my personal Instagram and TikTok um, are just chubbybaddyxo. And Jane doesn't really do social media, but she will probably be on... Check out my gram. It is body positive... Bod positivity or body? Body positivity. Body there we go. You made them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time. Jane and Allie signing off. Bye.